The St. Louis Blues were victorious this weekend, winning two of their games that they played. And I have to tell you, I am feeling so much more confident when it comes to this hockey team. I'm going to tell you more about it coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Lockdown Blues. I am your host of Lockdown Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you all things St. Louis Blues. Now, before I get into today's episode, I do want to let you know that you can find this podcast on any kind of podcast streaming device, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Sirius, wherever you listen. So I just want to thank you once again. Today's episode, I will be touching on the Blues' victorious weekend, okay? And I'm going to dive into that coming up next, but it was something special. It was always Robert Thomas season. Okay, I say that a lot, but what does it actually mean? I will dive into that. I also asked you on Twitter at Lockdown Blues something regarding uh, the future of this team and then previewing the the Blues' upcoming games per usual. I had to tell you, this weekend really gave me that confidence and reassured me that this team might be a team that could surprise me. And I'm going to say that all throughout the season, but I'll get into my little theory of why I think this podcast is actually helping the team in my weird way. And today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Okay, so before i dive into the games okay i did say okay i think this podcast helps the team win haley what explain whenever i come on this podcast and i criticize a specific player which i usually don't do often they end up playing really well so i'm gonna say that and now let's go talk about these games because i was excited okay so the blues have a four-game home slate And they hosted the New Jersey Devils. And this was a game, I have to tell you, I was nervous about this game because the New Jersey Devils were considered a cup contending team in the beginning of the season or before the season began, I should say. I have to tell you, I was watching this game and the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, when's it going to happen? Because that's how this game seemed. It seemed like the Devils did had a lot. They had a lot of possession, especially early on. I mean, even if you look at their faceoff um, against the Blues, they were 61 to the Blues is 38%. So the Devils were definitely the more dominant team in that first period. But Jake Neighbors, and again, this is a guy that I talked about, he ended up scoring in early on in the second period, giving the Blues a one nothing lead. Who else did I talk about recently, made a whole episode about that I said wasn't performing well? that I didn't see a lot from him since coming to St. Louis. Oh, was that Kevin Hayes? Okay, well, Kevin Hayes, he responded by getting his first goal, wearing the blue note. So Hayes made it 2 nothing St. Louis. Unfortunately, the Devils, they were able to get one, cutting the lead in half at the end of the second period. So now it's 2-1, blue still on top. Okay. Okay. Why... I'm telling you, why do things work out like this? Because in the third period on an empty net, Kevin Hayes got his second goal as the St. Louis Blue. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And it was an empty netter. So um, <laughs> ironically enough, <laughs> not even just Colton uh, Paraco, but Jordan Bangington was also one of the guys that assisted this goal. <laughs> so Benner got his first assist of the season. Congratulations, uh, Jay Biggs. And then Robert Thomas, he got another empty netter as well, which was assisted by Justin Folk and Kevin Hayes, making this 4-1 St. Louis. Okay, so what does this game tell me? It tells me that this was the Kevin Hayes game. He played so hard against the Devils. I have not seen this from him all season. And I have a reason as to why. Besides my podcast, I was kind of joking when I said that. Not really. But he played on two different Metropolitan teams uh, in recent years. He was on the Rangers and then the Philadelphia Flyers. So obviously with the New Jersey Devils being in the Metro, I sense that it was kind of like this first kind of like metropolitan battle. He's used to playing, you know, that team, obviously. So maybe that's why he had more familiarity and maybe that just kind of sparked something within him. I'm hoping I don't know exactly what went through Kevin's head, but um, a win is a win. So then the blues, my voice, I'm also losing. It's time of the year. You already know. Um, they ended up taking on the Canadians at home and I love, I love life because on this podcast, who was somebody else? I was really hard on. Oh, was that Jordan Cairo? Yeah, it was. And he had himself a game. I you see how it works out. So the Canadians, I'm not saying that they're a bad team. They're kind of like the blues in a way, um, that same kind of level. So I wasn't necessarily thinking that the Blues were going to lose. I just thought this would be more of a challenging game. So let's go break down this. In the first minute of the game, okay, assisted by Captain Braden Chen, Jordan Cairo was able to get St. Louis up 1-0. Unfortunately, the Habs responded back, and this was the pattern all game, and they were able to even the game out one apiece. Towards the end of the first period because it's always Robert Thomas season RT got a goal giving the blues a 2-1 lead assisted by Justin Folk then oh wait Hale is there another guy that you're critical of it was it was Braden Saad and he got a goal assisted by Jordan Cairo and Braden Shen giving St. Louis a 3-1 lead quickly after that goal not even like 10 seconds later Canadians were able to score cutting the lead down in half Yet again. And, well, I guess it's it's two half. Well, it was three, two. And that was the end of the second period. I don't, yeah, cutting it down by one, whatever. Third period comes along. And let me tell you, these blues were not playing around because Alexi Torchenko was able to get a shorthanded goal, okay? First of the season, I believe, uh, for um, Alexi scoring. I think this was his first goal. So it began. So it gave the Blues a four-two lead. Captain Braden Shen, who is another guy that I said has been not scoring really, he was able to get um, a goal, his first goal, giving him um, that momentum because he's been killing it with assists, but not goals. And then St. Louis was leading five-two, and Jordan Cairo and Braden Saad were also the assists. And then, oh, the Blues weren't done yet, baby. 
because Casper Kapanen was able to get an empty netter assisted by Robert Thomas, giving the Blues a six to lead. Unfortunately, at the very end, um, Nick Suzuki, we all know Suzuki, good player, not surprised about this, was able to at least give the Canadians more dignity, giving them another goal. So final score, 6-3. This weekend for St. Louis really excites me and excites me for reasons that you might be like, hail, why are you so excited? Um, Okay, so I'm a big stat nerd, okay? I always love checking to see how my teams are doing. The Blues now have 11 points, 11 points. And if you look at the Central Division, they're right now fourth in the Central which is insane because this team, this team was struggling. They were a bottom seven team. They were down, down bad. And now all of a sudden they're back in it yet again. So the blues, they do excite me. They confuse me. They serve a lot of emotions, but at the end of the day, this is a team that you cannot count out. And okay. I get it. It was a good weekend. You know, am I, you know, a little bit too overexcited? Well, I'm going to get into that, okay? Because I need to talk about realistic expectations. But first, I want to tell you about game time. I love game time, first off, because sometimes when I'm buying tickets, I get super stressed. I don't know where I'm going to be sitting. I don't know what the view will be like. I'm a short girl, so I need to be able to actually be able to see the event. And with game time, you can do that. You can see where you're going to be sitting. You get the best deals, by the way, with no hidden fees or anything like that. So yeah, you get to see where you're sitting. No hidden fees. Okay. What is this app? This app is game time. You can use game time for sporting events. So if you want to see your blues at enterprise, if you want to see a comedy show, I haven't seen a comedy show, but I heard that they're a fun time. I really want to go to one, but I haven't had the chance yet. But if you want to go to a concert, okay, up my alley, you get what I'm saying? Game time is the best. Game time also has deals right up to when the event starts. So if you want to save some more money, this is my hack. You sit in the parking lot. (laughs) Events about to begin. You go on your game time app and you swipe twice and boom, you get the ticket. So game time is the absolute best when it comes to that. Okay. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Term apply again. Create an account and redeem code Locked on NHL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Love Game Time. So one thing that I also love is the Blues' performance from this weekend. But am I getting a little too excited about how well they played, about how the defense actually looked like they were doing their job? I was most surprised about that, I think. But there is a lot to be proud of when it comes to the St. Louis Blues team. I asked you on Twitter at Lockdown Blues, question for today, does this weekend's wins change your mind about how this team will be for the remainder of the season? And why do I ask that question when my everydayers know Last week's episode, I really did touch on the fact that, hey, maybe this season won't be as well as we kind of all hoped for it to be. And I think I'm putting my brightness up. I have like a little tripod. But 
I think being realistic with expectations is a huge thing, especially in this fan base where I think sometimes we can be a little bit negative and that is fine. I mean, the blues haven't really given much reason to be positive, but we all love the blue notes. So no matter what, I kind of feel like we're also going to be rooting for our blues. So on Twitter, responding to that comment, I will break down what I personally think. Josh says it shows that they can be a good middle of the pack team. That isn't necessarily a good thing. We're not going to get a high draft pick, and we're not going to excel in the playoffs. We kind of are just So, Josh, I like that comment a lot. I think that makes sense. It is frustrating, right? Because especially with the draft this year, there's not that many good draft picks, and I will break down the upcoming draft and who to look out for in terms of prospect talk. But he's right. And unless we're getting um, a top – six pick because that's how this draft will be it's going to be difficult but free agency as i said is going to be off the market so that is something that's giving me hope because no matter how the blues finish uh they definitely can get some of those guys in free agency kevin says no remain cautiously optimistic i love that phrase by the way kevin because that's a phrase i use all the time here thanksgiving is the first traditional measuring point see where the team is at the end of this month and that's fair see I feel like, and I know that some of you might say, oh, it's too early to tell. Um, Kev Bleeds Blues also still said that. It's one of those things where, yes, it is a little bit too early to tell. But I noticed a pattern with this team. And all the team is kind of breaking this pattern that I've noticed where it's like good effort, low effort, good effort, low effort. It's kind of been back and forth, and it's been very confusing. So... I think this weekend show me that if you can battle against a cup contending team within the New Jersey Devils, right? I'm not saying the Canadians are a bad team. I'm not saying that they're a good team, but you're able to, again, have a big win. I mean, getting six po- like six goals in the NHL is not something that happens often. Maybe with some teams more than others, if you know what I mean. But it's not something that that's, that is common. Oh, by the way, co-host says hi. My cat, Stella. For those who are on YouTube, subscribe, by the way. And then finally, Benji says, no, it's still let's go blues. I like it. See, at the end of the day, we always got to rep our blues. We're that blue note proud. And that's the thing is this weekend, I enjoyed being able to sit on the couch and watching my blues play. And it was very enjoyable for me. Um, For those that don't know, I feel like my days always begin very early, you know, like 4 a.m., So it was nice being able to watch the Blues and being able to sleep in the next day. But, no, this is a team that definitely has made improvements. They're still confusing. But why do I say it's always Robert Thomas season? Because, and uh, you might be mad at me. You guys might get mad at me about this. I love Captain Braden Shen. I do. I do. But there is a part of me that thinks that Robert Thomas has been leading this team. He wears the A for a reason. I still stand by this. Shen should be captain. I'm so happy he is captain. But it seems to me that when RT is having himself a good game, other players respond well. And uh, this is good for the futures of the Blues, though, because I do think one day he will be captain. But... I'm just noticing that Robert Thomas really was the reason the Blues won 
um, both of these games against the Devils and Canadians. Obviously, Bitternet was a huge, huge, huge advantage because, again, Jay Bay is one of the best in the league. But one of those things where it makes you question, what magic is Robert Thomas doing? Because whatever he's doing and whenever he performs this well, the team responds. So that just, I'm just saying, um, okay. I'm going to be previewing the next couple games, but before I do that, I'm going to tell you about FanDuel. You guessed it. Okay, so score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there is a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I say this all the time. If you want some easy shmoney, you need to bet on the Kansas City Chiefs money line, Okay. You bet Patty Mahomes throwing over 220 yards. Easy money. I like to do the two-leg parlays. I know some of you like to be a bit risky with their three-leg parlays. Well, if you like doing three or more leg parlays, um, FanDuel has, like, so many different, like, odd boosts and, per- like, all that stuff. I had to stop doing that because I would always hit two and not three. And I'm like, oh, okay. I want to win something. So, FanDuel, love FanDuel. But I also love how the Blues are playing, and that's why these next couple games are really exciting me. In case you didn't see, my ring light just died. Um, So we lit, but we're not as lit. Okay, what's up? So the Blues, they take – well, they're hosting the Winnipeg Jets um, tomorrow. That's the 7th. It is tomorrow. I am so thrown off with my days. I'm like, wait, it's already November. That is insane. So this will be an 8 p.m. puck drop. 8 p.m. or 7 p.m.? I think it's... I think it's 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 p.m. puck drop. Okay, so what's up with the Jets? Well, Winnipeg is 5-4-2. And and away this season, they've been 3-2-1. So what does that mean for the Blues? Okay, well, the Blues have a very similar record. But they've been kind of killing it at home. They're 4-1 at home. So I think... The Blues can use that momentum from this weekend, hopefully. Hopefully, they do not do what they do sometimes and fall into that pattern of, uh, you know, going down. But I'm not going to put that energy out there. So how did Winnipeg do in their last five games? That is a good question. So I'm going to start with their game that was furthest away, which was the 26th of October. They were at Detroit, and they won 4-1. Then they were at Montreal, and they won 4-3 in a shootout. Just to remind you, the Blues did beat Montreal 6-3. So I'm just putting that out there. They lost to the Rangers 3-2 in overtime. They lost to the Golden Knights 5-2. And then most recently, they defeated the Yotes uh, 5-3. So what am I noticing here, you might ask? Well, I am noticing a couple of things. Number one, the SEMA has been on the road for quite a bit now. Uh, They only had one game at home out of the last five games. So definitely they are probably just been traveling, traveling, traveling. 
the Blues have a great home crowd advantage, but that doesn't really matter at the end of the day. What matters is is how these teams will match up against each other. So who on the Winnipeg Jets should you be most concerned about? Well, that is none other than Kyle Connor. He has six goals this season, um, which kind of aligns with Robert Thomas in a way. And he has three assists, so giving him 11 points. Now, I'm not saying that the Jets are this awful team that, you know, can't play hockey. I'm not saying that, okay? What I am saying is when it comes to their leaders, it's kind of like the Blues where there's not a lot of points. I mean, Kyle Connor, he leads the Jets in points, okay? And, yeah, nine points isn't great. (laughs) It's not – no, it's not good. But I can't say much because the Blues – (laughs) they also have nine points which is robert thomas um rt he has four goals and five assists so it's kind of like the same thing it's kind of like a weird way where they kind of really mesh up where kyle connor he leads in goals assists points and same thing with robert thomas so it's going to really be a game where it's going to be i think more close than anything i say blues will win three two i really think it's gonna be a close game i think it's gonna come down to the last five minutes of the third period and the Blues will end up being the more glorious team. Hopefully. Big hopefully. On tomorrow's episode of Locked on Blues, I got you covered. I will give you about all the lines, uh, what to expect, um, if Baruby says anything about, you know, morning skate. And then uh, we'll do our usual game previews. So that will be coming up. All right. Today's episode was fun because the Blues actually began to win. So can't complain too much and i'm going to enjoy these moments trust me i definitely am all right well st louis i will talk to you tomorrow and like always let's go blues boom